All right, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Kayfabe Corner. I'm your host, JPO, Jordan Pierce Owens, and I sit down here with one of the stars of the Florida wrestling scene. I am here with Frostbite, Draven Frost. <laughs> that was an old finishing move that I had. That was, that was the name of it, Frostbite. But well, what, what, what was it, again? Because I thought so. Uh, yeah, it was a... Um, it was a, a, a... Jason would call it a spin doctor, so it's like a reverse DDT... And then you grab them by the arm, and then you you spin with it, and you're kind of going into a cutter. He, he called it a spin doctor. Some people other called it a spin doctor, and I use it as a – I called it the frostbite. So, But uh, that was actually my first – that was my first finishing move. So, and I said, well, what do you use currently? What's, what's the current finisher in your arsenal? Well, um, I actually have to change it now uh, due to having the uh, – <laughs> Just, just walking on by. Um, I call it the Blood Eagle. It's a uh, pop-up lung blower, but um, after having ACL reconstructed surgery, um, I have to change it up, and uh, so I'm kind of changing up my whole my whole arsenal of moves right now. So interesting. Well, we'll definitely be talking more about that here pretty soon with that whole process you've been going through recently as I push my cat off my keyboard. So <laughs> let's start off with the origin though of Draven Frost. Some may call you Joe. Uh, where, where do you, where does your pro wrestling journey begin? Just as a fan, were you a fan growing up? Where does that begin? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm originally from Philadelphia and uh, I was watching wrestling WWE or WWF back in the day with my dad and my grandfather and, uh, you know, everyone's like, who's your favorite wrestler? I liked them all. I liked Savage. I liked Hogan. I liked the Warrior, Jake the Snake. The list goes on and on. I even like some of those weird characters like the Goon and, the, you know, the Barbarian or the Berserker because um, they were just so unique. So um, growing up, I uh, always loved wrestling. Used to wrestle my sisters and used to beat them up all the time got grounded numerous times and uh, a buddy of mine, uh, you know, him, Joe White, he, um, he said, one day when we get older, we'll have our old, our own organization. I said, all right, man, I'm, I'm down. And uh, a couple years after that, I bumped into him. He goes, what are you doing Tuesday night? And I said, um, nothing. Why is it come to uh, a bar in town called coyotes? And, uh, just, just come by. I said, okay. So I came by and I saw him wrestle. I'm like, there's a wrestling ring here. So I got hooked on that. And then I met some of the guys in the back and then I just started training from there. Uh, I mean, I, I did the occasional backyard wrestling, trampoline wrestling, hardcore matches. That was, that was whatever. But, uh, I, ne I never used barbed wire, glass or thumbtacks. Uh, did use chairs and tables, used a microwave at one point in time too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um started doing my training with uh with Joe and then I met another guy, I met um Jeremy Basil or you know Johnny Christ. At the time he was Deacon Star. And then uh and then I met met uh, Jason Sanders. And I was kind of training under all three of them, but then I Stopped training under Joe. Then I was training with Jason and Jeremy. And those are, you know, good friends of mine. They're brothers of mine now. And uh, I've known them for such a long time. And that was back in Omega Pro Wrestling here in Charlotte County. And uh, it was fun. 
once so they start. Who do you credit as your main trainer? My main trainer? Um, I would do, I would definitely say uh, Jake. Jason and Jeremy, those, you know, cause I learned certain things with Jeremy and then I learned certain things with Jason. Um, Jason uh, got trained by uh, Roger Strom back when he was training from the Strom family. Um, Jeremy trained under Jason, but um, you know, they all, they both had two different styles of wrestling. And uh, so I kind of learned all that. And I trained as a, as a face to start off with. And um, a lot of people said, training as a face is easy. You get a little bit of shine and then get your ass kicked for a while. And then you get your hope spot and then they take it away from you. And then you can kind of go from there. I've, and I did that for years as a face. Uh, I could sell really good. <laughs> so, but when... You know, you start to want to develop and become something different, go as a heel. It's, it's a challenge because everyone knows me as a nice guy, and I really am a nice guy. So to flip up that switch and, and then turn into a jerk, it's, sometimes it's, it's really hard to do that. <laughs> Some people it's easy, and for me it's just hard. But, I love uh, it. <laughs> when, when I have to, I think of things that really upset me. And, uh, I, you know, things I can't do nothing about, whether it's like my job or something at home or an argument I've had with my family, something like that. And then usually that kind of helps me kind of get into that, that, that jerk role. So, but, well, so oh, go ahead. What's, the, what's the time frame that we're talking here to? How, how old are you and what, what year is this that you're starting off in? Uh, let's see here. I started wrestling... 2000, 2007, and uh, let's see here. I was t- about 23 years old to actually get in a wrestling ring and take my first bump. And taking that first bump, man, that's a shock to the system. I uh, for about a week, I uh, I got he- I had headaches just constantly because I was hitting my head. And they said, you know, you got to tuck your chin, you got to tuck your chin. And I finally started tucking my chin and never had a headache after that. Um, but yeah, I was, I was a scrawny kid. I was, I mean, like 180 pounds. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, everyone back then was a huge Hardy fan. You know, the Hardys, I should say. So my look was baggy jeans and a tight, tight T-shirt style I, I did a swanton off the top rope uh couldn't do any mic work i could tell you that right now i could not if you said here here's the microphone say something i'd be like yeah welcome to pw and that'd be it you know i, I had nothing <laughs> but uh picking a name was actually the hardest thing because i had a couple of names in my mind and yeah, that was the next question. Any any other names? Where did Draven Frost come from? Any other names that uh, you considered, or even I used wanted, it for a little bit? I wanted to, I wanted to go underneath a mask and pull out this really hardcore gangster called Drive By. Yeah, like camo, not New Jack style, but camoed out. Um, called Drive By. <laughs> Drive By. Yeah, okay. and. <laughs> And uh, my first match, they said, are right, you going to you're gonna wear your camo shorts, no shirt, 
because I had a referee that night, and then I they gave me a bandana. They said cut holes in it. So uh, I said, all right, so I can use my name. They're like, no, you're gonna go under as like Emilio something. It was it was a funny name that Jason had for a character years ago. So I came out as that. It was just a squash match. You I got don't me. remember what you were, man? I want to know this so badly now. Emilio. Asking, it was Emilio something, like Emilio Sanchez or some crap like that. And um, it was just, I just went out there. It was like opening match. Just go out there, get your ass kicked. And that was pretty much it. And that's what I did. And then uh, as I was going through all my training, uh, I was like, all right, maybe I'll go into as like James Vanguard. And uh, now, why is that? Now, uh, it was the street that I lived on, um, and it was my middle name. Okay. You know, like they say, like, like that's your porn name is your middle name and the street you lived on. Mm. So, James Vanguard. And I'm like, eh, I don't want to use that. And uh, my buddy is, and I, we, do, we did online, not online gaming, but we did a lot of gaming competitions. And everyone knew our names, so we all had nicknames, and you couldn't pick your name. It had to be given to you. I was a, I'm a huge Sub-Zero fan from Mortal Kombat, and right then is when they started using, they brought in the female Sub-Zero Frost, and using her, I was, I was deadly with her. But then um, they said, we need to give you a first name. So as they sat around, just smoking cigarettes all night long and then drinking. They're just like Draven and it's not spelled with an E N spelled with an I N because they're fans of the movie, the crow Eric Draven. So that's how I got Draven frost. Mm -hmm. And at one point in time, I was like, I'll change it down the road. And it just <laughs> stuck. And I never, never went back and just so stayed who came, with, who came up with Draven. Was it Jeremy or who, who did it again? Uh, oh, it was a, a group of friends that I used to, that I grew up with. Okay. We did, like, Halo competitions, um, and just everyone knew our name. still play Halo? Every now and then. I, I kind of got burned out on Halo. Uh, <laughs> I want to I wanna play with you now. All right, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but um, I just, I went with Draven Frost and still use to this day, man. Now, where was the, did you say where the Frost was? Oh, he's a Sub-Zero. Okay, so... So, was there anything else you ever did besides that and Eduardo? You know where I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, so, o OPW closed, closed shop, and me, Joe, and uh, Jason were going to Tampa, and uh, we came, they came up with the Omaha Hustlers, which was Joe was Funky Fresh. Jason was Ray Ray, and I was their hype man, MC Vanilla Scoop. And I was decked out, white t-shirt, white pants, white shoes, white hat. And uh, I was like the DJ, pretty much. But I wasn't the DJ. I came out with the boombox. If, uh, if we were using a foreign object, I used the boombox. And uh, I had like three matches up there. And it was in a church, so I had to watch my tongue a lot. And you know, they said if you cuss, you're you're gone. So, uh, I, you know, I, I got I got hurt one night, and I kind of just stepped away. I got dropped on my head twice, and I got punched square in the jaw. And this is you know, I'm like about a year and a half, two years in, and um, yeah, it, it I I stepped away for a couple of years just to kind of I I was going through a really bad breakup. 
and uh, I need to step away because I thought I'll just use it as my my escape from everything. It just didn't work, so I, I stepped away from wrestling for about a year and a half, two years. And then what drew you back in then? What 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 brought you back in? I, I was kind of forced into it. Joe was uh, this is how and this is how I met the guys at NEW. This is how I met you and and Zach and everyone else. And um, I uh, he was doing a show. It was like Valentine's Day or something like that. And he was telling me, Joe was telling me, I have a show coming up at the school and I want you to be in it. I'm like, ah, dude, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with wrestling. And he said, uh, well, you're tough. You're you know, tough. It's booked. You know, you're already booked. I said, oh, okay. And this is how I met Zach Monstar. And he had this, he had a gimmick too that looked like a Hardy boy. So he's like, you guys will match great. You guys can do this and that, blah, blah, blah. So Zach reached out to me. We talked for hours, got to know each other pretty well. And then the day of the show is when they changed everything up. And uh, that ring was... was Wait, were you guys sent a tag? Yeah. That's funny. It was was me and Zach against um, Manny Chaos and Robbie Cook Jr., I'll I'll say it that way. And uh, that didn't work out. Zach was brought out of that match and put into something completely different. I think it was a four-way dance against, like, uh, like not not what was Geo's name before? Oh, uh, Chris. Chris Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Chris went against Tim that that day too, and we're out in the sun too, so that's pretty bad. But um, and cards really, cards have the changes, you know. Oh, it yeah yeah, and it it did for sure. Uh, I did a uh, I did a leg drop off the second rope, which was like one of my signature moves, and uh, the ring broke. And it, I, I almost went through the ring. It was it was that funny, and it would just turn into a hardcore match outside, just just like that. <laughs> so, but uh, then I then I started wrestling down in Fort Myers. Met you and joined the uh, NEW crew. They were just I think I just started a year in, and uh, I was with them until they closed down. So that was fun times. A lot of fun times. So when you do that first match back, which it sounds like you were not just taking a break. It sounds like you were done in your mind for a little while there. Uh, what what brings you back in, you know, more or less full time? Like, did you just enjoy that first match back? Or did it slowly trickle? Like, what brought you really back in? I um, I really enjoyed the crew. That was a big thing, too, is, is meeting you, Zach, uh, Dustin, uh, Chris and Justin and meeting that crew and, and just how it was just a nice tight family. And that's what kind of brought me back into it. Um, I didn't really go to practice that much because practice fell on a day that I had to work and I had to pay the bills. And I was in a relationship with, with my girlfriend at the time, now my wife. And um, it was just, it kind of just started to get back into it and, started building this character, which then became, you know, a a true Draven Frost character and went through the stages of changing up my, my look and my outfit, which was, you know, a lot of just, Hey, what, what's around the house? Oh, baggy jeans. All right. I'll put those on. And yeah, once I started to uh, get noticed, I started changing up my gear. I got kick pads and then I got tights and tried all that stuff. But it's it's the crew. 
you know, that, that will, that will definitely make it make or break anybody in an organization is mm. having, I mean, you know, you're, you're out there, you're training together and then you guys are actually building that match. You're talking the match out and then you go and perform it. And, and that's the cool thing about it. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you've been in now 10 plus years. Uh, what are some of your favorite matches and moments? Who have you really clicked with in that ring? Uh, I mean, I, I've really clicked with Zach, um, Zach Monstar. And um, there's times where he, he really he gets on my nerves and I really want to punch him in the face. But we can go out there and um, we, can, we can talk a match in the back for about five minutes. And then everything else, we just call everything in the ring. It's just it, – we just have a good chemistry in the ring. Same thing with, um, with, with Jeremy. Uh, or Johnny Rudo, whatever, you know, what he's going by now. And we have such a – just have a good click. Um, I really enjoyed working uh, – Leah Rush was a lot of fun. I wish it was more of a one-on-one uh, match because uh, he, he's just so talented. Um, Maybe we'll make that happen now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, that'd be pretty cool, man. You know, it's uh, – he's definitely a really good talent. He's, he's – I saw some of his stuff before he came to the – do that show a couple years back and I was just like, wow, this guy's, this guy's awesome. Uh, you know, I just, I just want to launch him. I just seriously just want to throw him in the air and just, and just uppercut him. Uh, working, um, Mecca Wolf 450. Uh, I, you know, I'm a huge fan of his and, uh, I was going through a whole new character change and I, in a, in a way I kind of took a little bit of what he was doing, but then I made it my own to become what I am now, which is, you know, kind of this whole Viking gimmick and uh, building that character. Um, some matches that really stand out is uh, the first cage match that we had against, uh, oh, uh, it was me, Zach, Chico Adams, which yeah. that guy's definitely been going everywhere now. Um, and um, Chuck Davis, the uh, my first time ever winning a championship uh, back in um, NEW where I won the championship and then Giovanni the greatest went ahead and cashed in on me and I lost it that <laughs> night. Um, that was in NEW in uh, Real Pro going through the brackets to uh, become the first ever uh, top crown champion heavyweight champion, which it was the original belt from the uh, OPW days. And I've been chasing that belt. Yep. That, I love that belt, man. I love that belt so much. And um, I chased that for years and I finally uh, got it. And I held it for almost a year and then I lost it to Sideshow. And uh, Jason just recently uh, made it gold again. So it's not that platinum, <laughs> that platinum gray anymore. <laughs> But I don't even do that. That's always been something I don't really know how it's done. How do you change the color scheme of the belt? Well, that belt was – it was already gold, and it, it just got so tarnished because the other owner didn't take good care of it. He just, like, kind of used it for whatever. And then once Zach got the, the belt back or bought the belt, um, Manny went ahead and one of our friends, Manny, he went ahead and painted it and made the Omega symbol stand out and put a little bit of gold in there. And uh, then I, when I won the belt, I went ahead and 
uh, super glued jewels all around it to kind of make it stand out more. But those those fell off because you know everyone's going to use the championship as a weapon as hallways. So, but um, yeah, winning that, winning that, winning my uh, my first time winning the uh, tag team championship with Zach. I'm my new goal is to win the coastal. So that's that's kind of my yeah, Mister. You want to be a triple crown champ? That's why, huh? I want to be a triple crown, but then I want to be, I, I you know I think that when I decide to retire, I want to go after that uh, after that hardcore title and be the first quadruple crown champion. <laughs> Win all four belts, man. That's that's kind of the goal. So what, what what would that be? Yeah, the quadruple crown or uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I guess I'm not sure, but. That's 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 the goal, you know. I mean, uh, I'm not crazy about. I love watching hardcore matches at times, but um, if it's done right, I I'm not big on death core. Or, you know, the death matches. Those are, you know, there's too much there's too much crap going around this this world now between, you know, just diseases and viruses and stuff. And you know, like I don't. I, you could do a hardcore match without bleeding. So. Some people are like, I got to go ahead and cut out my face. I'm like, dude, man, if you cut too deep, man, you're going to scar your face up. I mean, if I if, if I was in a, if I get a scar on my face, as long as it's a scar going down my eye, I'm cool with that. But if it's like going across my forehead, nah, I'm, I, I'm, I don't want that. <laughs> so, so what do you say to people like your good friend Zach? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, when, when he did his first uh, – uh, death match. I just I'm sitting out there just shaking my head the whole time. And there's a couple of times he looked he looked over at me and I'm just shaking my head like like a like a disappointed dad. You know, <laughs> that's really what it was. I was just like, uh, yeah, you didn't have to do that. Now he's he's done multiple death matches and stuff and trying to he's built himself as you know this hardcore death death match guy, which is that's fine. But it's not my cup of tea, man. You know, you're not entering the tournament of death anytime soon, Draven. No, no. <laughs> I, I, you know, like you gotta think if 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 we're in WWE or ROH, they um, you know, you, you get tested. You know, you get checked out. You go get blood work done. Make sure you don't have AIDS or hepatitis or any crazy blood blood diseases and viruses. And, you know, in the Indies of what we do, like some guys, you know, you don't know if they do. You don't know if you, you, it's hard because I'm putting my body out there on the line and I'm trusting you with my, with my body to make sure that I don't get hurt. And I'm doing the same thing for you, but, it, you know, you might protect me, but next thing you know, blood, sweat, whatever, you know, those, those fluids, you know, interchange between us, next thing you know, I, you know, I'm coming home with freaking hepatitis C or some crap like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm not about that life, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough. Like, I'll, I'll come home from a show, I take a cap full of bleach, I throw it in the, in the tub, and I fill it up, and I give myself a bleach bath. Bleach bath. And I'm not even lying about that either, man. It disinfects everything, so. And if you want to see more, check on his, uh, his Patreon, and you can see <laughs> those bleach baths. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that was that was a big uh, a big middle finger to the OnlyFans. So the fans only pages. 
Uh, this is more controversy, man. <laughs> this show just had its own controversy, actually, too, uh, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this show, yeah. It's, it's just, something, something's gonna make someone mad somewhere, man. I, I just wanted, to, I just wanted to interview people. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, like, oh, you guys are. It, it's funny how some people get so upset about exposing the business, but the business exposed itself years ago. I mean. If you if you try to watch how, dude, I I can watch PWG and Ring of Honor and I can just put it on slow motion. I can learn how to do every single move. I don't want to, because some of those moves are pretty crazy, like a Spanish fly off the top rope. Uh, I won't do it. I know my limitations, so <laughs> do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> what uh, what are some of your favorite uh, promotions you've worked for now over the last decade? Uh, you know, it's, um, I've done, I haven't really ventured out as much as I wanted to. Um, cause I, I've had a lot of people like, dude, you probably make great money. I, you can, uh, you know, it's selling your merchandise and working, you know, three, four or five shows a day or not a day, a week. And you're like, this is my budget. This is how much I want to get paid at every show. And a lot of guys out there make a living off of it, and that's awesome. But I, I work a full-time job, so me going out and working a Saturday night in Orlando where you might make $100, you know, me being a bartender, like, you know, that's, that's my bread and butter right there. That pays my mortgage um, every month, so that I can't really pass up that kind of money. But um, I, I, I enjoyed – I enjoyed NEW, New Era Wrestling. I really did because that kind of really helped me become me. You know, it, it got me out of my shell. That's what wrestling did for me is that got me out of my shell where, uh, you know, I was, I, I was a hermit, you know, and then also being a bartender, it, it really gets you out of that comfort zone of, you know, being so so quiet. Like, you got to talk. So with, with uh, NEW and Real Pro – those are like, you know, they're, they're my, they're my tops because they got me to become more, more vocal in a lot of things. Uh, I really like Tampa pro. They got some good guys there. Uh, they got some really good, uh, some, some really good talent out there, which I'm, I'm really happy for. I really want to work. Um, I really want to work Ronin once and evolve, but once I once I had that one match in uh, PWG out in California, then I can retire. Then I'm like, all right, I'm done. Just opening match. That's all I need. Just let me do a dark match. Let me. <laughs> well, let you're me, gonna have to start doing those four or five shows a week if you want to get to there. <laughs> no, I know. I, it, it's funny because uh, I've watched so many people go work the indies, and like they were some no name guys who really didn't do anything like they've done small promotions and they're like, all right, we're just going to bring in and let you get your ass kicked. And then next thing you know, you know, uh, PWG, they got a lot of guys that are, that are going back. They were from Lucha underground to ring of honor to, um, AEW, new, uh, new Japan, all those guys, like they just, they're in that circle, man. I mean, I would love to just do one match, you know, it's like the, <laughs> what's the, uh, 
you know, make make a wish foundation. It's like, what's your what's your make a wish? One match in PWG. I don't care who it's against for five minutes. That's that's all. Just let me get my ass kicked for a little bit, and I can retire. <laughs> Well, uh, good luck with the Make-A-Wish uh, audition. Uh. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, they've asked a lot of people, like, who, what's your retirement match? I'm like, the, the, there's a couple guys I want to work. Like, I, I got back into wrestling because of El Generico and, um, and Kevin, Kevin Steen. Like, those, type, those two guys really got me back into wrestling, and so did Pac. But <laughs> – I would say Pac just returned. The other two have retired. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Generico, you know, he saved those orphanages, uh, those orphans in that burning church in Tijuana. That's true. Very, very true. But uh, the one guy that really got me into to PWG was Super Dragon. And uh, if I could have one match with him, I, I could just be like, all right, I'm done. I don't need to do anything. <laughs> I want to wrestle Andre the Giant, but sometimes things just don't work out. So. Hey, he's he's supposedly retired, but I mean, uh, I guess from a he had a really bad concussion or an ankle injury or something from what I read, and I'm like, dude, just just go out there, hit me a couple of times, just give me curb stomp, psycho driver, and let's just take it home, man. <laughs> I'm sure you're not the only one willing to do that, you know, if you wanted to do that. So yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that's into it. the sours, huh? <laughs> It's that mystique, you know, like that, that's, that's the whole thing between, you know, all about Super Dragon, man. So. <laughs> Speaking of mystique, let's talk about the kind of transition we've seen in your character over these last couple of years, as you kind of mentioned before, maybe kind of some video games, Star Wars inspired. Now you're more of this little more serious, you know, Viking kind of badass, if you will, here. So where was the transition? How would you describe your character now? Um, when... I really started to to build my character years ago. I had that Assassin's Creed look going on, and uh, it was you know the pure baby face, the 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 good guy. And then when um, I'm not even gonna lie, I started to get really mad with with politics in the background, and I started to become I wanted to be a heel. So when I became a heel, I started to change up my gimmick. Uh, we, you know, I just, that wolf mentality, that alpha wolf, which is really where it started to come into play. And me and Zach, I actually turned on Zach and just kind of went on my own with, with Jason as my manager, Ethan Carnage. And uh, we just, you know, did that. And the thing that, that's rough is that when you're in an organization for so long, people know you as a face getting over as a heel is really hard it's that much harder like if i went to tampa and was you know this new guy and i shook hands and high-fived everyone but then i just went instant heel uh, people are gonna hate me really quick but um as i started to slowly per, you know transform myself into this new character this this alpha wolf um like i said i, I took some pieces from Mecha Wolf and started to really make my own character. Uh, come to find out I was, I have some, um, some Scandinavian in me. So I, I have Viking in me, which is really cool. And um, I really got into the Viking show and I, I started growing my beard before this whole thing. You know what? Let me, let me rewind that. I started growing my beard 
after I completely shaved it off and I said, I'll never grow it back or I'll never shave it again. And I had to start growing this long ass beard and everyone's, you know, we're like, dude, you look like a Viking. And I have axes that I would throw on a board outside. So I started to kind of make this new character where I was this alpha wolf Viking character not a lone wolf, but an alpha wolf. And then me and Zach made the house of wolves and we really started to build up the wolves. Then we had, you know, Jason was already with me. Then, then Johnny came into play and we became the house of wolves. And I never really, in that group, I never made myself the alpha. I was just kind of dubbed the alpha and I just stay, you know, I, I try to stay true to that. You know, I'm not, I don't need to go out there and, and go full speed into something. I'll, I'll sit back a little bit and I'll watch what's going on. And then from there, I'll, that, that's when I decide, all right, now I'm going to make my attack. But um, this, this, you know, this new look, this new character with, with the cape and, uh, you know, the, 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 the Roman tassel, the, the Roman, um, what the hell is it called? I, I, it's the, the Roman skirt, um, just started really going, you know, I kind of, you know, like to thank, uh, God of War for that, because if it wasn't for that game, I would, you know, when I'd be still kind of figuring out what I was aiming for, you know, at one time I was just kind of putting things together and, all right, I'm going to wear Star Wars leggings and see what happens from there and change this up and change that up and, a Viking Jedi came out of nowhere at one point in time as well, where I used the force to choke slam Johnny. So, but, uh, and this, (laughs) so many people were pissed off about that, but it was, it was funny at the same time. (laughs) And Zach wants to do it himself because he wants to copy you. What was that? And now Zach wants to copy you. Yeah, yeah. I tried to get him into Star Wars years ago, and he just never budged. And then it it kind of took his wife to get him in, into it. Now he's like, oh, man, I love Star Wars. I'm like, dude, I've been at this game since I was six. Don't try to pull that on me. And now all of a sudden, man, all of a sudden he has uh, tattoos and everything about him now. I was like, really, man? All right. Yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't care if he gets a tattoo. However, I, I got really upset when he started tattooing his face. But, you know, that's... Yeah, it's not me both, but it's, hey, man. It's the, was that? I said you and me both, but what can you do? Yeah, I just, I look at him and just shake my head. So, <laughs> that's all I really can do. <laughs> pretty, pretty common shake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%, man. So you self-admittedly have mentioned how you haven't really branched out as much. That's because of your own accord. You know, you've, you've become more of this family man. Um, you're married now. You have a child on the way. You know, where was the decision and where that was your primary focus? Because everyone's different. Some people put wrestling first. You put family first. Was that ever a decision or was it just that that was your priority? Um, in the beginning, I I said I wanted to make it to – to the big league and um, and work for WWE or Ring of Honor, uh, PWG. The, that was kind of the goal. And um, as I started to get a little bit older, uh, yeah, a little bit older, 
you know, I was in my late twenties, early thirties. I'm like, yeah, this is more of a hobby and uh, it's more fun. Uh, you know, so I'm like, I'm not going to really, I'm not going to really branch out too much because if I can go to a promotion and let's just say I make a hundred dollars working and then I sell 10 t-shirts at $20. Yeah. That's, it's a good night, but I mean, to, you would have to do that every single, so, you know, so many days a week, you would have to just to go ahead and do that. Whereas, you know, I could work at the bar and make a good, make a good chunk of change in a week and then pay all that. Um, my, uh, my wife, you know, she's, she's one of my biggest fans. She's one of my biggest supporters. She sells my merchandise. She helps me with uh, Alpha Wolf Beer Bomb and Oil, which is my, my beard company. And uh, she knows a lot of this stuff about that as well. You let Deacon Powell drive her. Yeah, I yeah I let. It's not. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah yeah Liz, like, she's a she's a trooper man. She uh, it's funny when a girl who does not train has never been in a ring can take a move better than girls that have been training for years. Just saying, you know, kind of. <laughs> I'm going to stir that pot just a little bit, you know? Yeah, that's all I'm just, I'm not saying that. <laughs> but um, I, as I got older, I just said, you know, this is, this is just a hobby that uh, I really enjoy. And uh, when I get to a certain age, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hang up the boots. And then just uh, this last October is my, I had my first major injury where I did a move. I've done a, that was uh, that's the next thing we're gonna do here is uh run me through this Draven. What happens here, man? Oh man, you really had to bring this up. So, ah, uh, God, this is I can tell you everything. So we're we're doing our chain wrestling, um, which is our pretty you know the pretty standard thing. And when I take over, I've done this move. I don't know how many times, maybe it was, maybe it was the new ring, but then I realized, here I go. And then I do the backflip and there it goes. So what happened is number one, um, I'm on the wrong arm. It, here's another thing that takes me off. That camera guy sucks because he, he could have, Pan down to see where I was and to see what was going on. Did nothing. I hit the move and my knee, instead of me landing towards the middle of the ring, which is what you're supposed to do because it's the softest spot, my knees um, went inwards. They kind of, it's, it's so hard to explain. Um, my physical therapist, who has had five uh, ACL reconstructive surgeries, he he was a Division One um, offensive guard, and he he did he did the whole thing. He said he looked at it. He goes, "I know exactly what you did." And when you land, you should I should land here and then kind of roll backwards. But instead, when I landed, my right knee clicked inside, so it kind of did uh, did kind of like this. And um, I felt the pop. I heard the pop. And I'm like, maybe it's just my meniscus. Because I've, I've torn my meniscus. My left knee, my meniscus has been torn for years. And I never got surgery. But I'm like, maybe it's just that. And as soon as I rolled out, 
my foot barely even touched the ground. I knew that it was, it was very, very serious. And, uh, as I said, like I used, I used my right hand and I wasn't even thinking I had something else on my mind that day. I was just so upset about something and I should have gone on my left and I did the move, did the flip, landed, popped it. And that was that. And I was also on the hardest, hardest spot of the ring too, which is like the, the death zone, which is what happened. And, um, that was my first major injury that I've, I've ever had knock on wood and, uh, had to get a ACL reconstructive surgery, torn my meniscus. You know, the doctor's like, you blew your knee out. So, and I haven't been in the ring since then and do physical therapy every, every week. I'm just about, I'm almost done. Actually, I'm probably, I'm most likely going to be done right before my, my child's born. It's probably when I'll be done with my physical therapy. <laughs> when, when's that? Uh, my son's due in five weeks. So, uh, June, June 14th is when he's due. I think he's going to be here a little earlier. So we have a name. Jordan. No, I, uh, <laughs> uh, we have, we have two names picked out, but I always throw curveballs at her. So I'm like, what about Corbin Dallas? And she goes, what? I said, yeah, Corbin Dallas multipass, you know, from fifth element. She's like, no. I said, all right, well, if he has two different color eyes, like one blue, one green, his name's going to be Odin. She's like, no. So all right, fine. What about Atticus? And she's like, where are you coming up? Who names he, where are you finding these names? I'm like, these are just names I just think are really cool. So I've gone with like Atticus. I've gone with Atreus. But uh, right now we're leaning more towards uh, uh, Josiah and uh, Joseph. So it'd be named after me. So we're kind of yeah, you like names with J O, so you're not far off from Jordan, Josiah. Yeah, that's yeah. true, true. I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, um, same. <laughs> I I wanted to go with like a Star Wars theme, like uh Anakin or Obi Wan. Not Obi Wan, but like Obi, like Ben, like Benjamin, but she she ain't having it, so let me just say this, Draven. You want that coastal title? You name like it. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to win a money in the bank match, and then I'll be good to go, man. That's when I'll cash in. So. Oh, we got to call it something different. Money in the tank. I hear something. I don't know. How about, yeah, just have a money in the briefcase or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We, we can come up with something. I'm pretty sure the, you know, the higher-ups of NEW or of uh, Real Pro can definitely come up with an idea, so. We did need to have another ladder match, though, so that that's for sure. You know, that's something that kind of bummed me out is that the first ladder match, I wanted to be involved in that, but I couldn't because I was the heavyweight champion. Uh, well, that's a good spot, though. You were higher on the card. <laughs> Even I was involved in that match. <laughs> I, I wanted to be the first because if you really look at it, everything that we've done in Real Pro, we've had somebody, I will not name them, be in everything of the first. The first <laughs> the first ladder match, the first death match. Uh, you know, I was in the first hardcore match. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's nothing but love. And I really wanted to be in that one. I I even said if we ever do a ladder match, I want first. And unfortunately I was the heavyweight champion. 
So what an unfortunate thing to be. Yeah, sorry, you were champion. I can't be in the title match. I want to make history. That's my that's my thing. So then when people you go back, you got the cage and the hardcore and and the top round. Yeah, yeah. I gotta chase that again. I gotta chase that again. So. We'll see aspiration. So, I mean, I guess that answers another future question is, so you are coming back. Uh, you are on the return train, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, right now um, I'm uh, – I have I actually have physical therapy tomorrow. I'm going to talk to my physical therapist and see uh, – because they had me running. They got me jumping. They got me doing a lot of things. Um, I want, you know, I want that comeback to be very – you know, very memorable for a lot of people. So it's picking the right time to come back. Uh, it could be August. It could be next year. I don't, I haven't really made a decision yet on it. Uh, I take everything one day at a time. I try not to jump the gun too fast um, because I'll just end up getting hurt again. And I, I don't, I don't, I really don't want to go through this again. This was uh, having this knee, this knee problem, this knee situation, uh, made me really step back and look at a lot of things differently. Like uh, now when I watch wrestling on TV I'm, and I see Charlotte do a moonsault to the outside and lands on her feet or Aleister Black, I, I just cringe because it, it, your foot placement is is key. And it, it just like that, you can tear that ACL and you're in a lot of trouble. Look at Seth Rollins when he did the the match against Kane and he did the – he did the power bomb and he and he and he broke or he didn't break. He snapped his ACL, his MCL, and his meniscus. Like that's that's some serious crap, right? There. And like you said, just similar to you. I mean, this is a move that you know has done how many times? Just the one time, just he hit wrong, you know? Yep. When he when Seth did it against Roman, and he went over him, he was actually holding his leg <clears throat> and the, his bad leg, and he was actually bringing him down slower. So in that way, he wouldn't land so hard and hurt his knee again. It was a big – there was a talk about that that I just saw the other day. But, um, yeah, I'm going to my, – my whole moveset's changing up. Like, that that top rope lucha arm drag is retired now. We're not doing that anymore. No way. <laughs> so, besides Super Dragon and El Generico – and uh, Davy Boy Smith, uh, <laughs> uh, give me some more like local dream matches. Who in Florida have you looked at and gone, "Oh, I could do some cool stuff with him"? Um, I mean, I've done a lot with Zach. So, like, if I was, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't want to really do too much with him. Um, yeah, that's not the question. So, all right. <laughs> I said, all right, that's not the question. Who do you want to work with? <laughs> who Who do I want to work with? Um, yeah. Who have you seen in Florida, you know, or even anywhere in the U.S. that's a little more doable than the main event of PWG that you would like to work with? Yeah. Um, damn, that's that's a really good question to be to be very honest. Because um, I mean, I try to watch I try to watch wrestling from all around the all around the world, and it's sometimes just a little bit of a challenge uh, because there's so much. Going on. Sorry, now my dogs are going crazy. But um, it's it's tough. I mean, like I uh, there was there was one guy like I James Drake. I want to work for sure. Uh, Possible. 
Yeah. I mean, I know he chops like, you know, he can cut down trees with his chops. Um, the, uh, the Main Street Posse, those are two guys I really want to work. What? I mean, even wrestling again, man. Can we have <laughs> really yeah. No, for real. They uh they wrestle up in uh, up north. Uh, they, I think two of them were just on PWG. Uh, a couple. You sure? The Main Street Posse on PWG. What are you smoking, Draven? <laughs> I'm not smoking anything. Not not the Main Street Posse. The Main M A N. Okay. <laughs> yes. I thought you were trying to fight Pete Gas and Rodney. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, the uh, the uh, culmination, which is they're out of uh, IWA, I think it is, uh, Atticus Coger Cog- and his brother Otis. Uh, those are two guys I wouldn't mind really working in the future. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like I, I, I want to wrestle anybody. That's my thing. I'm always down to, to wrestle whoever, you know, if uh, – you know, Cedric Alexander's like, hey, I want to work you. I'm like, all right, let's do this. You know, I 100%, you know. Leo Rush, I wouldn't mind working him again. Uh, Mecha Wolf, I'll work him again for sure. Because he says I owe him another match. So that's for the future. Let's see that happen. What was that? I did not see that. You and Mecha Wolf again. <laughs> oh, yeah. You might need, I might need to go to California, though. That's where you moved to now. So I'm Cedric for you. <laughs> I would love to wear Ricochet, I'll tell you that, man. That'd be a lot of fun. Um Chris Jericho would be cool. That'd be that'd be a fun match too as well. But you know. Got some high hopes here, man. I love it though. <laughs> if you don't have high hopes, just just what are you doing then? That's that's the thing. Uh, so let's talk about what are your new ventures outside of uh, pro wrestling here. As we can see live on this video, if you're watching the video portion, got that glorious beard, man. Let's talk about uh, the new beard venture you got going on. Let's do some plug skis for if anyone's wondering. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, after I grew up my beard, I was trying to – I was getting stuff from another company, and I said, I, you know, I could probably make this stuff. So I did some research and uh, I, I I made my own my own blend that is uh, not only does it get rid of the itch, gets rid of the dandruff, helps with beard growth and beard thickness, and keeps your beard hydrated. Um, I came up with Alpha Wolf Beard Bomb and Oil, and um, all my all 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 the products is all natural and organic products, none of the synthetic stuff, which you know like a fragrance that some companies do use but uh, mine's all essential oils which is good for your skin and good for you know your health in general so you don't get that burn i got i've had a lot of people like i got this stuff from walmart and my face burns and i said here here's a sample try this tell me what you think and like dude my face feels so much better so they you know they go with that um i make oil i make bomb i make mustache wax that i call whisker wax um i make soap as well that not only does it clean your beard but it also hydrates your beard and uh, I make everything from scratch I use a lot of um, local ingredients I get beeswax from a lady down the road that's all organic too uh, but you can uh, you can look at all this stuff at uh, alphawolfbeards.com we uh, we do have a Facebook page we do have an Instagram page um, I try to 
post as much as I can, but unfortunately I'm so busy that it, it sometimes it's a challenge. Even if it's just to say, Hey, what's going on? We're still, we're still selling stuff, selling products, but um, it's, it's been definitely an adventure. I've been doing it for about two years now and it's a lot of fun. I've gone to a couple, couple different events and uh, I've had a lot of, a lot of bikers actually really like the product, not only because of the name, but the smell is really good too. And uh, I just have four, you know, four cents to choose from that, uh, that I like. And I'm not selling something that I don't like. If, if, if it doesn't work for me, I'm not going to sell it. But if I really like that smell, like an earthy spice or a woodsy or a citrus, you know, like I test it for a month and then I, and I just go from there. So, but other new, you know, new adventures besides the, uh, the beard company got a, you know, like I said, I got a baby on the way. That's, that's a big thing for me right now. It's my first kid. Um, I might step away from wrestling once he's here, but I mean, who knows? We'll see what the future holds for sure. You're going to step away, but then he's going to grow up. But be like, dad, I want to see you wrestling. You're full of Goldberg, aren't you? Probably. Yeah. I'm not letting you defeat our champion though in five seconds. So if you come back, <laughs> be ready to work. <laughs> if, if it's set up that way, let's do it. You know, like, uh, you know, I'm not afraid to work anybody. That's that's the thing. You know, I'm always there. Nick Gage, death match. Who? Nick Gage in a death match. I don't really know who Nick Gage is. Now I'm going to look him up. And um, I mean, if it's in the right standards of what I want to work, then yeah, absolutely. But if it's like, hey, you're going to do a death match, I'm going to be like, yeah, nah, I'm I'm cool on that. I'll pass. You got to pay me a little bit more than you know, twenty bucks. Two hot dogs. <laughs> twenty dollars and two hot dogs. There you go. I didn't say anything about twenty dollars, but uh, so <laughs> so um, you kind of hinted at it already. I always like to ask people though, where do you see yourself in five years? Do you think you're out of the business by then? Are you still maybe popping up here and there? Are you being just a family man? Where do we see Draven Frost? Um, Draven Frost. Is it just Joe by then? <laughs> But, uh, you know, in, in five years, you know, there's that saying, never say never. Um, I think at one point in time, I, I, you know, within five years, I'll be, I'll be 41. I'll probably step away for a little bit, but then I'm pretty sure I'll be back. Whether it's ring announcing or doing commentary, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I'll have something with a local wrestling organization for sure. Absolutely. What's we'll we'll a spot for you, kid? Was that? We'll find a spot for you, kid. There we go. That's uh, hey, listen. If I got to announce people, to, you know, on their entrance, I'll do it. I'll have a lot of fun with it too. But I'm I'm not promising that they're gonna like it. So we're gonna fire very quickly. Any anything you want to say to the adoring public, Mr. Draven Frost? Uh, thank you so much for for following me on this journey. Like that's, that's the biggest thing. You know, I've, I've met a lot of people in the 10 plus years of wrestling. Um, it's definitely got me out of my shell. And if, you know, if you're interested in it, you know, don't, don't let something hold you back to actually go and uh, enjoy something. You know, there, there's always, you may not be athletic and you might be shy, but in the wrestling world, there's always something for everyone. Some people really enjoy putting the ring together. 
you know, it's a huge accomplishment. It's a, you know, it's a giant erected, you know, this structure that you have to put, you know, build and put together. Uh, some people really enjoy, really enjoy that. Some people really enjoy talking. There's always a spot in wrestling. And uh, I would definitely say go out and go out and try it. Worst case scenario, you don't like it. You know, it's not going to, it's not going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it can't steer you wrong, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll, it'll definitely help you progress in a lot of things. Like I said, it, it helped me get out of my shell and now I can do interviews like this. I can go on the radio and, and talk about things. Uh, I can grab a microphone and, you know, make fun of somebody, you know, I'm not doing stand-up comedy like, like you, but I can at least grab a microphone and, and say some things that uh, actually make sense. So, but yeah. And like I said, if you, if you need to get your beard game on point, I guarantee you go to alphawolfbeards.com, look at the products. If you have any questions, please email or text you, you know, you will definitely get a response. Follow follow them on Instagram and Facebook. And you know if you, you know if you really want to get your your game up, man, I'm I'm going for wizard. That's the goal. I'm trying to go for the wizard look. I've I've, I've been there from from well, yeah, I've known you now for ten years. I've seen this thing grow, baby. This thing is crazy, for, you know. Clean <laughs> shaven too, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got you know, I got my my hair is super long now. It's down to like the middle of my back, so. You know, you, wrestling is something that, you know, you can become somebody for, for 20, 30 minutes and go back to being the average guy again. But you get to be that superhero in that time or that villain in that time frame. So, but yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, from the Alpha Wolf, we thank you, man. Jaden, has been a pleasure chatting with you. Hopefully, we'll see you back in the ring sooner than later. I mean, first of all, there is no rings right now to get in anyway. So, it's a good time to heal up because <laughs> there's yeah. nothing else to do anyway. And believe me, that, that, that's definitely what I've been doing lately. So, just healing up and getting stronger. That's all I really can do right now. Awesome, man. Well, good chat with you. Good talk here from Draven Frost, JPO Jordan Persons, and even Cedric Alexander. Thank you for checking out some K-Fabe chats. Keep it K-Fabe. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. <laughs>